Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. sucked you got your ass beat you got your ass beat there's no especially in the second half you can't have crucial drops in a game like this Kyron Lacey can't have a drop on a critical third down quite honestly you have to get off the field on third fucking down you have to get off the field on third fucking down it, it's the bottom line, guys. It is the bottom line. You have to get off of the fucking field on third down. I'm sorry if you're around children. I am very sorry if you're around children. But nevertheless, it's just the truth. Jaden has to, in a critical situation, when Brian Thomas is wide open in the busted coverage, he does have to lead him more. Like, I'm not going to come out here and debate Jane Daniels needing to lead Brian Thomas a little bit more. However, you got to catch the ball. Physically, up front, you could not stop them, guys. You could not stop their rushing attack in the second half. They had, they scored 31 unanswered points on you in the second half. 31 unanswered points in the second half. That's for starters. This is in no specific order. Then I go to my handy-dandy notes here. What in the outright physic are we doing with Harold Perkins? You can put him on the inside. You can utilize him. Not allowing him to come off the edge in critical third-down situations gets you beat. Last year, you went 11, Florida State went 11 for 18 on third down. Tonight, they went 9 of 14, where you went 3 of 10. You cannot hit checkdowns if you're Jaden. You cannot hit checkdowns on critical third down situations. If a guy is not catching the ball, 
go to it to somebody else right before the half critical situation critical situation before the half you could go up seven they get the ball back you throw back-to-back fade routes to a guy that is six foot even and i love malik i love him to death throw that hoe to brian thomas jr in the back of the end zone Aaron Anderson muffs a punt. It gets negated. Here's another miscue on special teams. It gets negated because Deuce Chestnut gets the interception. And bottom line, as we've talked all non-playing portion of the year, we have talked about this religiously. The secondary isn't good enough. You're... The first three plays of the game for Florida State. You ready? Jaheen Bell, five-yard run. Ryan, Sage Ryan, misses the tackle. Slant route to Keon Coleman, missed by Jordan Travis on the coverage, Sage Ryan. Wilson, Johnny Wilson goes for 11. In route, Sage Ryan. You think that they were prepared and re- and knew exactly, exactly. Jordan Travis knew exactly who to attack. And Keon Coleman went off. Keon Coleman, the kid from Opelousas, the kid that Orgeron didn't want, who, by the way, you had a second chance to go and get, kicked your ass. Single-handedly kicked your ass. Keon Coleman tonight had nine catches, 122 yards, and three touchdowns. Now, I have not looked at the chat. I'm assuming there's going to be questions about Daniels. Getting blanked in the second half is not all on him. Giving up. 31 straight points defensively, even though he had times in the second half where things around him and himself at times were chaotic. Guys, you had three massive drops. And let me look at this. Four minutes into the third quarter. Three drops four minutes into the, into the third quarter. That can't happen. Cannot happen. Outcoached and outplayed. It's... The bottom line truth. If you want your questions read, you can fire in some super chats. We'll go through that. Everybody that does a super chat, we'll go through that. Uh, Ryan says, this is one game, not the season. That's true. People that are calling for BK's head are mentally ill. Chili says, Lacey shouldn't be a starter. I'm sorry he has no hands. Thank you so much for the both of you for sending that super chat. Let me go to this. Let me go to the first two. Number one, I agree with this. Last year, you lost this game by a point and then won the West. However, you lost by a point. You lost by a point. You did, you, tonight, you got your ass beat. Tonight, you got your ass beat. There's a massive difference. 
Chili says, Lacey should not be a starter. I'm sorry, hands, none. You can't have crucial drops, man. You just cannot have crucial drops. Jordan says, where the F were all the playmakers? Where was Perkins? Completely misutilized, in my opinion. All those missed fourth downs, WTF. Let's talk about the fourth downs. Tonight, on fourth down, you went 0 for 3. One of them, Jane Daniels, should have given it. What Mason Taylor was trying to attempt is in the play call. It's a lot similar to what you ran in the two-point conversion against Alabama. Florida State was ready for exactly what you were going to run. Exactly what you're going to run. The red zone issues. A massive, massive miss. The first, the first drive of the game, I really thought, I was like, okay, well, the offense has come out to play. And really in the first half, they came out to play. Trey Bradford, 55-yard catch, didn't see him really the rest of the night. Taylor goes for 12, and then you have six plays in the end zone, on the red zone, with inside the five-yard line. Inside the five-yard line. And you can't get seven. Neighbors is missed. He was out of bounds. Daniels missed on a fade route to Neighbors. Timeout was called, and then Jane got sacked. Right there in the first, Jane has to put that ball up. So what if it gets picked? So what if it gets picked? It's fourth down anyway. Now, they sent more than you could. They sent more guys in a blitz scenario that you had in to block. That can't happen. The very next offensive drive, or second, not the next one, but one after, okay, you would go for it on fourth and one, but you were moving the ball at will. Thomas goes for 12, then a 15-yard Florida State personal foul. Uh, Third and seven, Williams gets six. You tried before that on another Malik Neighbors fade that you missed. Multiple times you're going to a fade route to Malik Neighbors that – in all honesty, the entire offseason worked. The entire offseason it worked. But it worked against your secondary. It worked against your secondary. That, quite honestly, got absolutely, to some extent, abused tonight. Florida State is six yards away from having 500 total yards defensively. It's not it's not good enough, guys. It is not good enough. Let me share let's share this. This is the official box score for tonight's game. Let's just look at it for a little bit. Okay? 23 first downs, you're pretty much even there with Florida State. I, the game literally was won and lost right here third and fourth down. On conversions, Okay, you are three for 13. I don't know why that's being played. Let me stop that. All right, it's an ad. But three of 13. I'm trying to get a percentage off that. I don't really know. It's probably around 20-something percent less than that. You can't have that. They're nine. They went 10 of 15 on conversion routes. 10 of 15. That's unacceptable, guys. That cannot happen. All right, we got some super chats flying in here. Let's let's get to them. Bruh, 337, I think this is Jay. 
And Jay, if it's not you, I'm sorry. <laughs> he says, I already know what House is going to say. Looking back, I wish we did more with Perkins. I knew that from my couch cousin. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't understand that. Like, I, I do understand, okay? I do massively understand on first and second down, giving him some sort of position, something to do. In the second half, guys, go look at it. They would counter and run right at him. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. Him not getting it. Take out Swenson. Take out Ngofu. Put him on the edge. Put in Penn. Put in somebody that can cover. Because it, there's not a human being on that team that is better at coming off the edge than Harold Perkins. I know that you want to play Ogofu. I know you want to play Swenson. It does not matter. That's not solely on house either. That game plan goes to the very top. Not getting Perkins on the outside is not just a house issue. Jeremy Hyde says, wide receivers couldn't catch a cold in winter if they wanted to. Thank you, Jay, for the super chat, by the way. Red zone was very piss poor. I agree with the red zone. This is how we started last year. Now let's hope we finish good. Now, let's just make this very well understood. It is a long, long season. You were somewhat in this situation a year ago. I just did not. Look, I'll be real with you. I was wrong. I did not see you getting blown out like that. I, I just didn't. That's on me. So I apologize. But I think a lot of you felt the same way. Bottom line, bottom line, second half, you came out and didn't do shit. You didn't do shit. You get, there's not an excuse for 31 unanswered points. There just isn't. There just isn't. Like, we can blame Perkins. We can blame Daniels. We can blame the running game. We can blame Denbrock. We can blame whoever you want to. Brian Kelly, Jane Dan. It, it doesn't matter who you want to blame. The bottom line comes down to it. You cannot allow 31 unanswered in the second half. It cannot happen. Secondary-wise, man, you got torched at times. It Like, I'm not going to come out here to make friends in reference to the good overall takes. Now, the good thing is you do have a very long season to get things right. A very long season. But I do think there's some things that you've got to maneuver and you've got to change. This team still, still has everything in front of them. That is not, let's make it understood. Even though you got beat tonight, you have everything in front of you. So we can, we can talk about the game and this being an individualized thing. And you're right. It is an individualized thing. However, you got a whole season left to go. Got a lot of things you got to fix. Dane Bergeron said, this, is, this was the most dysfunctional LSU defense in many years. Perkins needs to stop 
reading his press. He looked like he was sleepwalking out there. I agree. Uh, Rob Boudreau says, Blake, this is not at you, but BK try or tire or maybe tried to tell us this, not the year, but a lot of local sports guys pumped it up. Well, with all due respect, and I agree with you, I, I, I don't want, and I don't think we stink. BK was in a video published by LSU telling his team that we are here to win a national title. So let's not forget that either. Like man came out this week and LSU published him saying that it's time for, you know, we're gearing up to win a national title. Hell Mendoza says, well, that was brutal. And thank you for the super chat. Uh, If this ain't, a wake-up call to look at your team. I don't know what is, but by the way, are, but this is BTW shouldn't go unsaid. Our O-line was getting smoked. <sighs> I don't want to say that they were getting smoked. I, I mean, look, I, I don't know the official stat. Okay. Let me try to pull this up and see if they have it. Um, I don't think – no, they won't show the defensive stuff. Let's go box score. Um, you had one sack on the night. Shaheen Brown and Deloach got a half a sack. Now, the interior of that offensive line got their asses kicked. They got their asses kicked. Let's run through this very quickly. Brian Thomas, seven catches, 142 yards, and a score. A lot of that comes on the 75-yard long touchdown. Neighbors, six for 67. Bradford, one catch, 55 yards, doesn't get another target, is beyond crazy to me. Mason Le- Mason Taylor, four for, four for 39. Kyron Lacey, three for 37. Keon Coleman, nine for 22 with three touchdowns. Kick your ass. Johnny Wilson, seven catches, 104, and then a pair of guys underneath that. LSU got dominated in the running game yet again. Josh Williams, Noah Kane, Trey Bradford all had four carries, 44 yards, four yards, and one yard for Bradford with two touchdowns, 27 carries, on, 27 carries, 113 yards, and Jane Daniels, 22. But look, I mean, look at this, though. I mean, they have one, two, three, four, four guys that have over 20 yards. Um, and it felt like you were getting beat by much more than that. Daniels, 22 of 37, 347, a touchdown and a pick, which I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real here. Y'all aren't going to like this. Um, that pick's not completely on him. That, that pick is not completely on him. So, yeah. Blaze LeBlanc with a $4 super chat. Thank you, Blaze, for doing that. We always greatly appreciate when you guys send in the Super Chat. If you had something else to say, you can fire it in. Oh, he does, right here. Blaze with another 499 says, how do you defend this team? This was embarrassing. You can't defend – you can't defend it. I mean, you, you, you can't defend it. Now, what you can defend is the nature of – you having a long season ahead of you. You got Grambling State next. Make a lot, make some changes. But look, again, you lost this game a year ago, and then you won the West. But that's going to be tough. Because look, man, here's the bottom line that you don't want to hear. All right? 
we can make fun of Jimbo. I know that they played New Mexico. I don't give two Rudy Poos who they played. Offensively, Jimbo has done calling plays. They've given it up. Alabama doesn't look like the Alabama of old, but they're going to run the ball right down your throat, and they're going to beg you to stop it and play good defense. That's it. But you've got a long, long road to get to the goals that you ultimately want to be in. Long, long road. Chris with a 199 Super J says, you think Florida State makes a championship push? I, I mean, Chris, I had them in my playoff. You know, we do all these shows throughout the, you know, the offseason. Let's just the offseason. The final four that I said on here and the Rafino and Joe show, which I hope all of you have subscribed. And do us a favor if you had not done so already, hit the like and share. Hit that like button, hit the share button, share to all those comments, or share to all those groups on Facebook, share to all your social media pages. Uh, yeah. I have them as one of my top four teams. They are that good. They were as good as advertised tonight, man. Let's see what they do in Clemson in a couple weeks. Tim Benson with a $999 Super Chat says, this was poorly, purely on coaching. Excuse me. Why are media so afraid to call out BK? We called him out. <laughs> we called him out. You were out. They were out coached. He will tell you that. Brian Kelly will tell you that. Rob says, hey, Blake, $20 Super Chat, and thank you, um, Tim, for the Super Chat. says, hey, Blake, we were outclassed. Harold Perkins was neutralized by the coaches. Jaden Daniels wasn't playing that good. The defense did good, not just on the field too dang much. I don't think the defense played well at all. I mean, guys, anytime you give up 45 points, you're not playing well at all. Let's look at this. I mean, guys, they almost gave up 500 yards of total, of total defense. I mean, look at this. 494, 359 through the air. Jordan Travis went 24-32. He did throw an interception. They ran the ball for 135 yards on 34 attempts, four yards per carry. LSU got 4.2 yards per carry. They were more effective running the football. Penalties, you beat them in penalties. But they got you in the turnover game. They got you in the time of the possession. And they got you on third and fourth down. And once that got rolling, it got rolling. And you didn't have an answer. Let's go through some of this game. I see Rob's. And thank you so much, Rob, for the super chat. Let's go through some of this game. Uh, on LSU's second offensive drive, Jaden Daniels goes for two. Thomas gets 10. Kane goes for three on two carries. Neighbors gets 11. Daniels' draw goes for 12. Why they weren't running more of that, I don't know. It was wide open all night long when Daniels would go out for a draw. We'll see. Daniels uh, misses J uh, uh, Josh Williams in the flat. By the way, on that, I circled that one. If he hits Josh Williams there, you have a lot of green grass in front of you. A lot of green grass in front of you. Lacey goes for 27. Remember when he almost he tiptoed down the sidelines? Bradford goes in for the touchdown. LSU then forces a three and out, okay? This is where a critical part of the game should have happened. So you, you score, okay? You tie the game up, and then the defense produces a three and out early in the game. The third offensive possession, 
The third offensive possession here, okay? I don't know why this stupid thing keeps playing. But the third offensive possession, you get a defensive pass interference on Malik Neighbors. Aaron Anderson, who only had one target and one catch on the night, goes for nine yards, late hit on number 15 for them. Lacey goes for one. Thomas gets 12, but gets another Florida State uh, personal foul. Malik has missed on a fade route. Daniels goes for four, third and seven, or goes for three. Third and seven, Josh Williams gets six. You go for it on fourth and one, and Jaden Daniels is stopped. When your defense produces three and outs, you got to get points even if it's a field goal. Now, I do I agree with that fourth down call? I'm Just because LSU didn't get it, I'm not going to say I didn't agree with it. Yes, I agreed with it. You got to go for it because you're not going to stop them down the road. And BK, I think, ultimately knew that. But here's the, here's the problem, okay? Then... The defense, after you stop them on fourth down, gets another stop. You get uh, the 60, the, the, or the Daniel stop, you get a two-yard run. Sam gets a tackle after three yards. Uh, Benson goes for zero. And um, Feely runs for three. So another outside the draft, Jordan Travis scramble and first down. After that, you pretty much force another three and out Aaron Anderson muffs a punt you're getting off the field the early times you got off the field then you had a muff punt which chestnut the very next play would have an interception on the screen that bails you out you gotta capitalize when when teams are when your defense is able to get off the field not once not twice Three straight times, you gotta go get fucking seven. God, you gotta get fucking seven there. Oh, and by the way, by the way, after the chestnut interception, Kyron Lacey had a drop. Jane Daniels would scramble for eight. Then a batted down pass, you punt the ball 65 yards to the one-yard line. You force another three and out and punt. Daniels' draw goes for 39. Taylor goes for seven. Daniels goes for four. Then you would go in with Noah Kane and you would score. To some extent, you should have been at this point probably up 14. The score should have easily been 21 to 7. It's not. But Mike Norville capitalizes on that because in their next drive, they would go to Keon Coleman on a 25-yard fade route. Touchdown. You get the ball back. You'd push the ball down the field. We've talked about this sequence. Malik Neighbors, back-to-back times on fade routes is missed. Why you don't go to Brian Thomas there, I don't know. You kick the field goal, you make it. Pause right there. 17-14 at halftime. 17-14 at halftime. Okay, let's go make some adjustments. You made none. You made zero. (sighs) Florida State would come out. Now, they would nickel and dime you down the whole way. Eight yards, three yards, three yards, six yards, three yards, tackle for loss. 
Uh, Wilson for 11, field goal. They nickel and dime you down the field. Tie game. Daniels goes for 15 on a scramble or technically a draw play. Neighbors goes for eight. Taylor goes for 10. Verse gets the personal foul. Here is the key part in this. Listen to the. So you've literally gotten 35 yards, 40 yards of offense. Bradford goes for four yards. Screen pass to neighbors goes for none. Oh, okay. Third and six. Kyron Lacey drop. You'd punt. Floodgates opened after that. Floodgates completely opened. So, that's your game, and you know what happened in the rest. Basically, if you want to know, LSU did not score another point until the Brian Thomas long touchdown, and Florida State would then, at that point, so I wrote this down. Florida State, when you punted in early in the uh, third quarter, Florida State had 27 rushing yards. They finished the night with... They finished the night with 135. So 20-something, 20, 20 27, they would get 110 from halfway through the third quarter on. Rob Boudreaux says, my problem is we looked exactly like last year in the team. We need a week zero. Unless you got that Hawaii thing, man, I, I don't um, – The week zero is the Hawaii rule, man. I mean, I don't know how many times, you know, I have to say it, but I agree, Rob, you do to some extent. Um, but, but it's technically the Hawaii rule. If you play a team that plays Hawaii, you can get it and opt into it. Or if you play Hawaii, you can do it. Dane Bergeron said, LSU gave up 31 points in the second half. When was the last time that LSU did that? Um, I'm pretty sure Alabama 2020. Thank you, Dane, for the super chat. Jake on YouTube says, us not executing a TD before half really hurt our momentum. I do agree with that. Multiple times you didn't. Offense forgot to show up for the second half and defense got gassed by fourth quarter. I think that's a pretty good summar summarization. Really good summarization. Hayes Reeves said Brian Kelly had all offseason to fix issues from last year. Couldn't run the ball between the tackles, which, look, let me stop right there. Let me, let me, let's stop right here for just a second. While all of you are hitting the like and share, if you haven't done so already, uh, do that for us. This episode is brought to you by, every postgame show is brought to you by our friends over at betonline.ag. Use your mobile device today to sign up and join Use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 at checkout to receive a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag where the game starts. Hayes Reeves says LSU couldn't run the ball between the tackles. If you were with us on Wednesday when we gave our final keys to victory, our number two thing, the number two thing that we I wrote down and we talked about extensively, early do not attempt to run the ball at Fabian Lovett and Brayden Fisk. Get to the edge. 
if you do run draws, run screens, get the ball out in the flat to some of these running backs, do a couple of things that you got to do. But if you line up and run right at them, they will kick your ass. We said that on Wednesday multiple times. Said it the entire week. Those two dudes in the interior are really good. You're not going to – I promise you. There's one thing that I promise you. You won't see a better offensive line than that uh, – defensive line than that. Because you gave up a half a sack. Pass blocking had, was not a massive issue. What a massive issue was, was you were even attempting to run the ball at what honestly is going to be. Fabian Lovett and Braden Fisk, I don't know if they'll be All-Americans. They will be All-Conference players. They 100% will be All-Conference players. Can't do it, man. Hayes uh, Hayes continues, says, couldn't get off the field in special teams. Special teams really didn't do anything. Now, thank you, Greg Clayton, for fielding punts. Multiple times Aaron Anderson took the ball out when he wasn't supposed to or shouldn't have. So, yeah. Jordan Acosta says, appreciate your takes as always. By the way, I see you have a full glass of Woodford Reserve. What you sipping on tonight, Blake? Sazerac for me. Cheers to a good season. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Tanner says, y'all screw me, Blake. I'll never forgive you. Thank you for the super chat anyway. You can't afford to play, not play Denver Harris, says Curtis Shellwood. Um... So here's the problem with that. Y'all want to get the, 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 the down and dirty? Here's the problem with that. Kid doesn't, you know, kid shows up, you know, late to things. It, they're not going to play him. If that happened with Saban, Urban, Lincoln, wouldn't play him. Dion, Dion benched his own son, which, by the way, Colorado, hello. Dion benched his own son last year for being five minutes late to a meeting. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that to all, you gotta do it. You do it to one. You gotta do it to all. Now, now, you you gotta you gotta find a way to play him. <laughs> Not getting Chris Hilton involved more offensively. Gotta play him. Aaron Anderson. Gotta play him. Like, look, man, Aaron Anderson is going to be a good player, okay? He's going to be – you got to get him more than one touch. Oh, he didn't do good on special teams. Neither did Malik Neighbors a year ago. Literally a year ago, didn't – had two muff punts. Led the SEC in catches. They're just dudes you got to get touches for. You know, we're worried about Caleb Jackson – and pass protection, who gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? 
Here's a great question. Rob Boudreaux, so when is Lance Hurd starting? It's a great question. Fantastic question. He didn't see the field tonight, guys. At least, unless I'm going crazy, I did not see him on the field once tonight. Not once. Maybe moving Jones in for Frazier, who's been underwhelming at times. Let's get to some more comments. Doug says, Daniels is no different than last year. I will agree that there are just some passes that he's got to connect with. He's got to rifle the ball down the field. On some of that, though, the Brian Thomas thing, the guys, Kyron Lacey had three drops tonight. Malik Neighbors falls down on a critical third down and gets picked. Those are five plays that you just cannot have. The Malik Neighbors sequence in the red zone is abysmal. It, it's, it's abysmal. That, that, can't, that cannot happen. But he went 22 of 37, which is 59%. He's got to get better there. He's got to get better there. And they didn't take any shots. Brad says, greetings from Slidell. Yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot to do that. Where is everybody watching the show from? Where is everybody watching the show from? Bill Valentine says, LSU got manhandled. Defensively, they did in the second half. You had a couple of... Um, a couple of tackles for loss, but you couldn't get off the field on third down. You couldn't get off the field on third down. That killed you. It 1,000% killed you. I only run Tulsa Dive on uh, YouTube. Super Chat, $5. Says, this offense is built for Garrett Nussmeyer. There's no offensive creativity with an athlete at quarterback. I'm sure Brian Kelly, I have not seen it, but we've been on the post game. I'm sure Brian Kelly has fielded that question, and it'll be interesting to see how he answers it. I don't think – look, I'm going to get obliterated for this, and it's fun, but I, I, I'm i not a 1,000% sure if you put all of that on Daniels. Again, again, he's got to hit some of these passes. If you do think Garrett, if you're one, if you're wanting to run the offense that you, it's looking like you're wanting to run, it's going to tailor more to a guy like Nussmeyer. Now, I thought Jane did some amazing things tonight. A lot of this isn't on him, on a lot of situations, but, but, if he's an athlete, let him get out in space. Guys, they ran three draw plays tonight that average. I'm just knowing that one went for 39, one went for 17, and we read earlier one went for 21. Jane Daniels had uh, 15 carries, 64 yards. That is, he had one for 40. Excuse me, not 39. It went for 40 yards. Why not go back to it? Why not go back to it? <laughs> 
Yeah, where's everybody watching the show from? Curtis Shelfield says, I'm tired of hearing about BT and Kyron Lacey. Well, BT was your leading receiver tonight. Seven catches, 142 yards, and one touchdown. Now, 75 of that, right, came on that one play. So, if you take – I hate doing this. I'm going to break my own rule. If you take that away, he's six catches for 67 yards. You also know who had six catches for 67 yards tonight? Malik Neighbors. It's the exact stat line that he had. I am interested to see what they're going to do with Kyron Lacey. 337 says, watching in Hawaii. Damn, dog. Hawaii. Michael says, why doesn't the coaches trust Daniels under the center on fourth and two? Well, it's fourth and one to get a foot. That's another thing. Like, I, we've had, I've had this take for, what have we been doing this show, five, four or five years? I'm pretty sure on the first at first post first post game show that we ever had, Ed let that happen, and Danny Etling on a zone read clear didn't get it. Oh well, of course Danny Etling did not get a fourth down in the shotgun. They gave it to Nick Brissett on a on a some type of zone read. I think it was who was it against? I forget. Was it Mississippi State or something like that? Get under it. You got to be have the ability to go under center, fourth and one. Get the push. Now, you're going against two dudes, but you have ten guys in the box and you're running a zone read. That's not going to work, man. You're running an RPO. Ten guys were in the box. I know we tweeted that out, but spread them out. Jane Daniels does better in space, not when everything is compact. The reason you're trying to get Jane Daniels out in space with the QB draws in the first place is because he is better in space. It's the only reason why you're doing it. The only reason why you're doing it is to get him out in space. El Dreezy says, I think he said he's on a bachelor trip this week. Says, in Hot Springs, great way to end a bachelor trip, throw up emoji. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Cole Harville with a $199 super chat says, watching from the bridge, <laughs> I'm about to jump off. Don't jump off yet, man. Listen, don't jump off yet. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Listen. We're 45 minutes into this show, something like that. Listen, there's a long season to go. It doesn't feel good getting your shit punched in. It doesn't. You'll get better throughout the year. I, look, there's one thing that I promise you. There's one thing that I outright promise you. You will get better. <laughs> Here, let me read this. I know Dane just sent a, a super chat. I wrote this down at halftime of, of guys, and I'm going to write it down again, that I thought we should have seen play but didn't. A couple of them, three of them are freshmen. Number one, where's Deshaun Womack? 
Where's Deshaun Womack? I know he's a freshman. If the five-star defensive end outside linebacker from Maryland, if you're not going to rush Perkins consistently, you're going to have to find a dude that is has shown to be a freakishly good athlete. Number two, where's Chris Hilton? We've seen Chris Hilton all camp do some spectacular things. After Kyron Lacey's second drop, why not rotate some of those dudes in? Now, I know that you trust Kyron Lacey more, and this isn't an abuse on Kyron Lacey. But you're going to have to give other guys a chance when you have miscues. This one's this one I don't think some people are going to like. Where's Lance Hearn? I, I, I thought offensive line in the past game, though, did stand up pretty well. They stood up pretty well, man. You gave up a half a sack. You had, let's see the official stat, 44, 44 dropbacks right here. 44 dropbacks, a half a sack. And you had uh, tits, you had two. So the sack and Jane Daniels being hit. Guys, they, didn't, they weren't that bad. They weren't that bad. Aaron Anderson. If he's one of your most explosive athletes, athletes I, I want to see him out there, man. All right, a couple more of these Super Chats. Dane Bergeron says, too drunk to know where I am watching the show from. Jaden Daniels does better in a spread or rolling out passing the ball. I agree with that. Boudreaux Rob says, Jocks is tweeting BK quotes, uh, quotes now. All right, well, I'm trying to get to all these Super Chats, so if I, if I miss some, I apologize. 337 says, we had all the motion in the, or, or motion in the first quarter with Aaron Anderson confused. Confusion. Never saw it again. I, I do wonder, since we didn't see him at all in the second half, I mean, he didn't even return kicks. Did he get hurt? Is, is something going on there? What happened? Cole Harville says, you said it last year, it's better to lose early. It 1,000% is better to lose early. One thousand. I mean, guys, you live, you're a living testament to losing early what can happen. You won the SEC West. You don't it, now. If you want to make the playoff, you don't have a slip up. But the playoff and the conversation that we're going to have with LHU is far, far away. It is far, far away. Like Florida State's a playoff team. I think. I, I thought all preseason we put them in our our top four of the playoff. I've always thought that they were a playoff team all off season. Did the vi- the viral video went out of us of me saying I'm more worried about Florida State than I am Alabama? You now you know why. Zero and two against Florida State the last two years. Duh, it just sucks. Specifically from a fan base that is one of the and look, there are specific parts of this. They've been in our chat all week. They're in our chat here tonight. They are one of the classless fan bases that I've seen. I look. TJ, I love. There are some really good ones. 
their fan base is really fucking classless. It just it is what it is. Saying we don't know what it's like to win. Bitch, you were losing seven games two years ago. What the fuck are you talking about? If you're going to talk about an entire organization and team, Jane Daniels, I mean, not Jane, uh, Jay Johnson, and Kim Mulkey won national titles in two in, in back to in two in year two. As an organization, Florida State fans can say whatever the fuck they want to say. I don't give a flying fuck what they say. You're not a better overall program than LSU holistically from athletic department. Just it is. It is what it is. Uh, Hazard Egg sends two $1 Super Chats. If I missed your comment on one of those, I apologize, but we're just trying to get to all these Super Chats. James Wade says, Anderson had one muff or out the rest of the game. Lacey has three drops, played the entire game. Can Mason Taylor block? All right, so let's break this down. I do agree. There's a much shorter lease on Aaron Anderson and Kyron Lacey. And again, we, we played it for you. We played it for you. The game was not lost in the fourth quarter. The game was lost in the third quarter. That possession... When Keon Coleman caught the 25-yard touchdown pass and answered back off the Jaden Daniels draw and Kane, uh, Noah Kane touchdown, you go in 17-14 at half, but you got the ball right back and you can't punch it in. You should have gone in half 28-14. You didn't. Coming out at halftime, you force the field goal, then you have to punt off the Kyron Lacey drop. Guys, Jane met an NFL throw to Kyron Lacey. All right, that's like the 17th text message in like five minutes I've gotten about. Uh, I said Aaron, I wonder if Aaron Anderson is hurt. I got a lot of text messages. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. Whoever just sent that, James, I don't understand that. But you regroup, you play, you play grambling. You got to do some different things offensively. You guys, you can't. Last year, you led the SEC in drops. You you can't do it again. You can't do it again. All right, Brian Kelly has some uh, quotes here. Um, talking about Harold Perkins, he's playing the position for the first time. He's learning. Yeah. Brian Kelly said that Logan Diggs' absent was a coach's decision, said he did not feel that he was quite 100% yet to practice the way he needs it to in order to play a game. So that was why the absence was on Logan Diggs. 
He also says, we must have thought we were the two-time defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs or something. We were mistaken, Brian Kelly says. Well, no shit. Brian Kelly says, we certainly are not the football team that we thought we were. Second half, we did not play with a sense of urgency. This is a total failure on the coaching standpoint and on a player standpoint that we have to address and we have to own it. Brian Kelly says, we clearly fell short in a lot of areas tonight, which all that falls on me. Second half, didn't play with a sense of urgency, so there you go. Those are some of the comments. Put a visor on that man and, and be done with it. Put a visor on him and be done with it. Chili Vic says, last three games, Kyron Lacey has dropped six passes. Hashtag bench. Yeah. Look, there's been over a thousand of you in here tonight. All I ask is for you to hit the like and share. That's all I ask. Kristen Connor says, Blake, this is really depressing. I agree. Um, Josie says, when Texas beats Bama, we'll forget all about this. No, we won't. No, we won't. And, and look, I'm making a very emotional decision in saying that, in saying this. Listen. <laughs> I ain't making a pick next year. We play USC in Vegas. I'm not making a fucking pick. Show me you can do it. I don't give a fuck. You cannot get pushed around like that defensively in the second half. You think Mason Smith being out is a big deal now? Putting Harold Perkins, and I get I get the philosophy of it. I understand the philosophy of letting him spy. It's not working. Like, you want all my frustration? Like, that it, that's it. Oh, well, we should have done this. No fucking shit. The best pass rusher in the game, guys, maybe had four rushes. We got Braden Swenson. I don't give a fuck who you got. Jackson says, Blake, what are your thoughts? I have Alabama, Michigan, USC, Clemson. I'm not giving you my four because I'm taking LSU out. Florida State might be in that thing, though. L. Jesus says, why can't we play Rudy Poo University week one? Listen, I, I get what you're saying because you see Alabama playing uh, Rudy Poo Tech. You see Georgia playing Asperger, uh, you know, Asshole State, whoever they're playing. I, who cares? Champions don't give a shit who they play in week one. Champions don't care. Now, do I agree with you? It's not going to change. You play USC in back-to-back -back year, or in the back-to-back -back years, but next year you play U not only USC, you play UCLA coming, they come home. But champions don't give a flying fuck who you play. Tyron Matthew in that 11 team, the 19 team, the 07 team, the 03 team, they don't give a shit who they play.
and I and LGZ knows I love him, and this I'm not talking about him. You're gonna play a team to this caliber if you if you want to get where you want to go. You got to play these teams, guys. They've come out to play the last two years. That's not on anything else other than yourself. Dropping passes, they drop passes. Johnny Wilson dropped more passes. They had more, Florida State had more drops than Ricola. Holtz Coleman's ain't got more drops than what the game saw tonight. I, I agree with this. Learning a new position. What the fuck was wrong with this position last year? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I he's got to play. He's got to do something. He can't just. I don't know. I don't know. You got to figure out the interior of that O-line, man. I don't know. Jimmy says, what about you about to wake up the whole house? Well, no, they're on the complete other side. But that's my frustration, man. That's my frustration. C. King says, watch what Alabama does to Texas. Nick is a coach. I mean, look, I think they do beat Texas. Texas isn't back. We're back. Quinn Ewers went 0 for 9 yesterday on passes 15, or was it like 17 yards or more? Didn't even complete a pass against Rice. One thing's for sure. You get better from week one to week two, but that's just – that was an ass-clapping. You know what else we talked about this week? What else we talked about this week is that um, you would not be able to walk out of that game. And, and, look, that garbage time touchdown, it was what it was. Wednesday, and I have the notes literally right here. This is what I said verbatim. This is what I said verbatim. Let me pull them up. Here they are. Verbatim. You will not walk, you cannot walk out of Orlando with without 38 points. <laughs> now, the garbage time touchdown, it was what it was. They scored 45 on you. Okay. Had to walk out there without with 38 points. I love, look, I just got a text from my buddy. LGZ, you know that's not directed at you. <laughs> my buddy LGZ. But 
my point is, is there's been a lot of people in here tonight saying, oh, well, we should have played this team first. Guys, it doesn't matter who you play first. You, If you would have won tonight, you would not have cared about who you played. You would have said, okay, well, we challenged ourselves early. We beat a potential playoff team on the road. But you didn't. And you're going to have to regroup. You got Grambling. Let me pull up the schedule right quick. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull this shit up. All right, you got Grambling next week. Let's let's take a look at this. Hold on. Let me uh let me do this. Stop sharing. Let me let me let's pull up the schedule really quickly. Just give me a quick second. All right, so you got Florida State, you know, you lost 45-24, Grambling State, Mississippi State. You go to Davis Wade. Then Arkansas, at Ole Miss, at Missouri, Auburn, who did not look bad yesterday, Army, out at Alabama, Florida. Okay, well, that's a win. Guys, I don't give a shit what you saw tonight. You're winning against Florida. Georgia State, Texas A&M. Um, got a lot of things you got to figure out before you get to Mississippi State. A lot of things. Chubbs, I completely disagree with you. And you were wrong a lot last year. David Hallstetter, my buddy. What's up, man? Says $499 Super Chat. Says big issues up front on both sides. O-line got zero push and run game agreed. JD5 was pressured most of the night. D-line had maybe one or two tackles for loss all night. Agree. And look, again. I, I'm I'm a broken record an hour and a half or hour into this bitch, but again, guys, turn like go play Wednesday show again. When you turn on the film, when you watch a Brayden Fist, you offered him, you brought him in on a visit. You're not going to be able to run up the gut on these motherfuckers. You're not. Not getting the push in the running game. That's back-to-back. Guys, that's back-to-back years. Back-to-back years. You did not have a running game on them. Besides Jane Daniels. Let me, ask, let me ask a very serious question. What would it have been like in the running game without him? Let me ask a very serious question. What would the running game have been without him? <laughs> Let me tell you one thing that's for sure. Gary Nussmeyer ain't pulling that hoe and throwing it. I mean, and running it, excuse me. It, it's not happening. <laughs> now, maybe he softens things up, but that interior of that offensive line got their asses kicked in the run game. I'm going to go rewatch that, man. Because I, 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 I just don't, I don't know. Fed Express says, LSU is overrated as always, except for 2019. Stick to women's basketball. And you got a tennis player on your, uh, 
Yeah. Chubbs says, put in us already and watch LSU go 6-6, six and six, at least quiet the damn fan base. Travis says, Texas A&M is whooping that butt again. L says, the season isn't over. Now, that's a big thing. I mean, I, the frustrations that we're talking about tonight are the frustrations of the game, not the season. I have not come out and said you're going eight and four, seven and five, six and six for crying out loud. You're not. You faced a better they're guys, they are better than you. Here's the bottom line. They're better than you. They've been better than you. You cannot recruit as poorly as you have in the secondary in reference to the misses. I'm going to say something, and let's see what transpires. Can Denver Harris figure it out in two weeks? You need him. Somebody needs to go to, to – somebody has to go to Denver Harris and say, we need you. I am taking Braden Swenson off the field on th- – or, or here's a thought. Here's a thought. Let's throw out a crazy thought. Since Savion Jones is 288 pounds, why don't you move Savion Jones a little bit more inside and put Swenson and Perkins on the outside to rush? By the way, this gets lost in this. This gets lost in this. One person, so we've been an hour and five minutes into this. One guy that really did some really good tonight that you cannot disagree with was Makai Wingo. Makai Wingo played his ass off. He showed everything what number 18 should be. Multiple times in the backfield. Guys, he's not going to run down Jordan Travis. That's not on him. His job is to get penetration, get pressure. And multiple times he forced. So, one thing is for sure. The first two drops that Florida State had in the first half, because they had five. The two that they had in the first half came off of a Makai Wingo pressure and Jordan Travis scrambling. Guys, you didn't get a sack tonight either. Let me look at this again. Nope. Not one. I don't remember. I don't think that you pressured him. I don't think you sacked him maybe once. Let me go. um, Let me go look at this really quickly because I don't think you sacked him last year either. Let me look. LSU. Yeah, so in two whole games, this is this is a crazy stat. In two whole games, so 120 minutes worth of football, LSU is not did not sack Jordan Travis once. Let me, let me say that again. In 120 minutes of football, LSU in 22 did not sack Jordan Travis once, and in 23 tonight they didn't do it either.
I there's a couple of things that I think about with that. Number one, scheme. Scheme is a massive thing with that. I don't think schematically you did enough or the right things. I, Norvell, who, who per Kirk Herbstreet, now I don't know if this is true or not, but just listening to the telecast, per Kirk Herbstreet, called plays tonight. That's the second time that LSU defensively and Matt House has been beat by Mike Norvell handedly at times. Last year, they went 11 of, 11 of 18 on third town. Tonight, they go basically 10 of 15. So let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do some, let's do some quick math. Huh? Let's do some quick math. So 11 of 18 last year. Let's call it 10 of 15 because they did go for it on fourth down. Let's just call it conversion downs. Conversion downs. Let's do this really quickly. So 21. Twenty-one of thirty-three the last three years on third down conversion downs. Guys, it's sixty-four percent. Sixty-four percent not only would break the NCAA record for third down conversions, it would trump everything that is going on on third down. Last year, I think the team the 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 team that had the best third down conversion was like fifty-six percent, which was I, I'm pretty sure it was Georgia. Um don't quote me on that. I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. Mine with alcohol is kind of fuzzy. But 56 to 64% is a massive difference on third down. Or conversion downs. Will said, what happened to Sage Ryan? He got beat, man. He's not a corner. And that's, look, I don't blame Sage Ryan one bit. Sage Ryan's not a corner. He's not a corner. So, putting them out there, what is your effing problem, says Gari? Buddy, you can leave. This is a post-game show. You can leave. We don't need you in here. What do you mean, what's my problem? What do you mean it's my problem? What have I said tonight is factually incorrect. I'll wait. Maybe get some more prescription glasses while you're at it. Stephen Young says we need to get Aranda back after he's fired next year at Baylor. Dave, I mean, look, man, Dave, LSU fans wanted Dave to leave. If I vividly remember that. People were fed up with Dave. What are we talking about here? Charlie Bennett says, I vote we need to start playing nobody's week one. Ain't going to happen, buddy. And again, champions do not give a shit who they play, when they play them. Let me tell you what champions do. Remember what happened with uh, Georgia and Oregon last year? That ass beating? Champions don't give a shit. Coy says, Travis hurt us worse when he flushed out of the pocket. Agree with that. Uh, he was able to extend the play and towards downfield. I also agree with that. You know what we can do? Let me see something here. 
Let me see something here. Hold on. You know what we could do? We could take some phone calls. Against my better judgment. Against my better judgment, we could take some phone calls. Hold on. Let me connect it. Give me a thumbs up in the chat if you want to call into the show. Give me a thumbs up in the chat if you want to call into the show. Thumbs up in the chat if you want to call into the show. Let's see if we... uh... All right, so look. I'm going to attempt this because we're just connecting it. But call in the number 225-435-9387. 225-435-9387. Let's see if we get a phone call here. <laughs> not me says not me. Okay. Well, we just missed a phone call there. Hold on, hold on. I don't know why we're missing these phone calls. Golly, probably because there's so many are going going through. Hold on. All right, we got a phone call here. You're on the line with Blake Rafino on AYS. What's going on? Hey, what up? What's up, man? I just think we played soft as fuck. And I think Harold Perkins was out of position all game getting clapped. Appreciate your call, buddy. Thank you. All right, you're on the phone line with AYS. How may we help you? What did you think of the game? Uh, just wanted to call and say I, I enjoyed the show. What I thought of the game was the first half. Um, there were too many points left uh, left on the um, left on the field. The second half, uh, this is the same problem that he had at Notre Dame. Brian Kelly, he, he's a little too stubborn in teams when it comes to scheme. Like you said, with Harold Perkins, he he seems to be dead set on having him change roles when like what someone else in the chat stated that uh his role last year was perfectly fine in fact if he continued on that trajectory all right y'all can't hear the phone calls all right hold on <laughs> all right we'll have to we'll have to get that we'll have to get that next time <laughs> all right that's my fault i thought y'all could hear him What a pro. That's my fault. I'm trying to connect it an hour and 15 minutes into here. My bad. I'm not drunk, Chubbs. I just thought we could play it through here. I thought we could play it through here. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm not receiving them. All right. That's my bad. That's my bad. Thought we could take some some phone calls. Sorry about that. Maybe if I do this, hold on. 
Let me try one more time. Let me try one more time. Let me try one more time. Hold on. Come on. Come on. Can y'all hear that? Let me know if y'all can hear that phone ringing. Can y'all hear that phone ringing? Give me a thumbs up if y'all can hear that. Yeah. All right, you're on the phone with AYS. This is the AYS Post Game Show. How can we help you? Hey, Blake. What's going on, man? Can Who we have the pleasure of uh, of hearing? This is this is Blaze LeBlanc. What's up, Blaze? How we doing, buddy? Doing well, man. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you? What did you I'm think of the game? Well. Oh, man. That was a, a rough game to watch, but I wanted to get your perspective. What do you think after tonight, what our record is going to be at the end of the year? <sighs> Blaze, I still think you, you got a lot in front of you. I still think you go 9-3, and 10-2, and two, man. 9-3, and 10-2. You think we win the SEC West? Ask me in three weeks. Three weeks? Okay. I'll call you back in three weeks, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk again. All right. Thanks, Blaze. Thank you, buddy. Thank, thank you. All right, call into the show, 225-435-9387, 225-435-9387, now that we got this figured out. All right, you're on the line with AYS. This is the post-game show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey there, my name is uh, Greg Perez. I'm a, I've been a big listener of you and uh, Joe's show for a while now. Uh, Thanks for calling in, bud. No problem, no problem. So, um Anyway, what I thought of the game was I, um, I thought the first half there were too many points left on the field. Um, I think that's kind of the double-edged double-edged sword of Brian Kelly is, you know, we got you got to be happy when he does those things and he wins like he did against Bama going for two. But then you got to understand the other half of it is like in some games you're going to leave points on the field. I think something that <clears throat> that – it's frustrating is this idea that um, the, this idea that Brian Kelly has with Harold Perkins that he needs to change roles. And maybe it's not Brian Kelly. Maybe it's more the defensive coordinator. But he had these problems with Notre Dame too, where he'd be very, um, where he'd be very. I don't know if boneheaded is the right word, or he wanted to stick and stay almost hyper consistent on this idea of how the uh, the game should be won, no matter the opponent. And I think I think that's what's frustrating. I think he's still the right man for the job at LSU. He's cleaned up a lot of different things, but <clears throat> at the same time, I think that, that's the dual-edged sword. Brian Kelly is he's going to win you some games because of his uh, bullishness, and he's going to lose some games because of his bullishness as well. And there were other reasons that the game was lost as well. But I, there, there, it comes down to coaching. And if I hear you know like what he did in Notre Dame where he slightly blame players or other coaches if he doesn't accept the blame entirely on himself that that's a little irritating you know yeah and, and thank you for the call bud thank you so much no problem all right I, I i do agree that but brian kelly did put it on him in the post game i mean part of the comments that we've seen all right you're on the phone with ays and blake Rafino. this is the lsu ays post game show who do we have the pleasure of talking to tonight dominic vaughn 
What's up, man? How we doing? Hey, man. I'm just a little salty like everybody else. Awesome. What do you think know, of the game? I just want to know where are we at from here and where are we at with the Harold Perkins role? Where are we at with Jaden? Do you think we're going to win the amount of games we were going to win this year? I, I, I mean, look, man, thank you for the call. I do appreciate it. So I'll answer that here. But, yeah, I do I, I do think you got some answers you got to um, – you, you have to uh, address. I, I don't think there's a question. Um, Jordan says, Blake, we drunk. Don't take calls. <laughs> we'll monitor it. We'll monitor it. All right, you're on the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, my name is Taylor True. What's I'm up, Taylor? from uh, Chester, South Carolina. Good to have you on the show, bud. What you think of the game? Listen, man. Harold Perkins needs to play edge. He he seemed like he was almost flustered. I, I know he's a sophomore, and I, and I know there's there's many other roles he can play. I get it. But how dominant he was on the edge last year, I don't see why Brian Kelly didn't fix things at halftime, possibly. Uh, I get it. Mason Taylor wasn't there. Um but the hell, I mean, why not? Why not try something different? I mean, we were getting whooped. I don't know. I, I, I look, Taylor. I, I agree with you. I don't know. Like, I, you know, there there comes a point where you just start asking questions like that. But that's from the top down. You know, I, I do think I do agree. That's a Brian Kelly thing too. But I mean, look, you gone well, two I mean, years without sacking Jordan Travis. That's a big deal. Agreed, hundred percent. And it's not like I'm going to tell you this right now: if we can't sack Jordan Travis, how the hell are we going to compete with Bama's quarterback after what he did? Granted, he was playing a, a garbage team like Bama does every fucking uh, opening game. But I appreciate the I call, mean, buddy. Thank you. All right, that's Taylor. Yeah. Um, all right, you're on the phone with AYS. This is the LSU post game show. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? This is Bobo. <laughs> All right, Bobo. What's up? Hey, man, I don't got a problem with our defensive coordinator. I really don't. It is our quarterback. I'm tired of saying it. What do you think of our quarterback? Our quarterback sucks. He don't suck, but he do suck. <laughs> you get me? So you, you would say put in Nussmeyer then? I wouldn't say that, but our quarterback going through the same thing as last year. He can't see down the field. Bubba, what you been drinking on tonight? I've been drinking a lot of... Uh, All right. Thank you for the call, uh, man. Dan, uh, I... All right. You're on the phone with AYS. This is the LSU postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? This is Dakota. What's up, Dakota? What would you think of the game? Uh, a little disappointed. Uh, it sucks that we lost, but we got to realize it's just one game. You can't, we can't, like, we, gotta, we all got to realize our secondary didn't play good tonight. We got to give credit to the other team. We just got to look forward to next week. Thank you for the call, bud. No problem, man. I agree, man. You got to, you got to, in a lot of ways, you got to flush this. In a lot of ways, you got to flush this. All right, you're on the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Name's Corey. What's up, Corey? What do you think of the game? 
man, I mean, like everybody else, man, I'm pretty pissed off. But what I want to know is, and I, I hate throwing shade at certain people, but why did we not make the rotations up at wide receiver? I felt like there was uh, certain guys or certain players that were consistently dropping the ball, and we have these promising freshmen that we're trying to get, whether it be in the portal, whether it be you know recruiting top freshmen out of the SEC, and we're sitting here saying, look, you're going to come here and get playing time, and you've got a guy in front of you consistently maybe dropping the ball on big plays, and we're still not giving those guys snaps. I What's agree. your thoughts on that? I agree. I mean, when you have that many drops, man, you got you got to find ways to get your playmakers the ball in space. I agree. I I, I don't have an excuse. I don't have really a take. I, I don't know. Like, I, I just really don't know why you allow that to continue to happen. I think a lot of that, you got to point, you got to ask Brian Kelly. You got to ask Cortez Hankton. You got to ask these players. Thank you so much for the call, bud. Thank you. All right, you're on the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? This Snoop the Menace, man. What's up, Blake? What's up, Snoop the Menace, man? How we doing? Doing pretty good tonight, man. Uh, you tried to tell him uh, about Keon Coleman, did you not? I did, man. I did. I mean, he's a he's a playmaker. And I think a lot of LSU fans are down on y'all's team when they're not giving FSU enough credit. I think we have a good receiving core, and y'all had a couple injuries in the secondary, did y'all not? You said y'all's team. Who are you a friend? Who are you a fan of? I'm a fan of FSU. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I mean, not really a lot of injuries, um, but a lot of inexperience. Y'all had two transfers, right? That was injured at cornerback. Uh, no, just one. Oh, okay. Well. Man, I think y'all are a better team than what a lot of fans. I don't know if it's y'all, just y'all's fans or other SEC fans that are giving y'all credit for. I think FSU is just a better team than last year. We added a lot of talent, and I think y'all are going to be pretty good this year. Hopefully, y'all can beat Bama again. Thanks for the call, bud. You too. All right. Whoever this 828 number is, you've called in like 72 times. <laughs> call in now. I'll delete the calls. This guy's – here we go. You're on the phone with AYS. This is the LSU postgame show. I know you've called 87 times. You finally got through. Who we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, I appreciate it. I'm Jack. Nice to meet you. All right, Jack. What would you think of the game? Uh, I thought it was all right. First half was great. Second half was a little rough. But I just want to get your uh, comments on the uh, J.D. throws the uh, mindset behind Perkins and our DB safety room. All right, what was the first question? It was uh, the Daniel Day- Daniels underthrows. Well, the, the Brian Kelly, the Brian Thomas Jr. one's got to be caught. Right. Right. The second one, the one to Malik Neighbors, that's a back shoulder throw. That's a timing and communication thing. And I think Herb Street walked through that. Um, right. Were there some? Are there passes that he's going to miss? Yes, but like those are some of those underthrows. Like the one to Kyron Lacey hit him right in the chest, right? right. And so th- there comes a point where we want to blame Jaden Daniels the entire time, and I and I understand why people want to do that. But you're going to have to explain to me the Brian Thomas drop, even though he wasn't led the complete way, and you're going to have to explain to me the three Kyron Lacey drops. Yeah, and I, I agree on the Kyron Lacey draw. I think that should have been caught for sure. And then what was your second question? Uh, the one was the mindset behind uh, Harold Perkins. No clue. 
I have no, I have no clue. <laughs> Agree. Yeah. I think everybody was lost on that one. And then the last one was the, what are our thoughts on the DB slash uh, safety room? You need Denver Harris to step up playing the entire game so against too. Grambling. See what he does. Yeah, I think so too. Thank, Thank you for your, uh, your time. Thanks, man. All right, you're on the phone with AYS. This is the AYS postgame show. Can you turn the audio down in the background? Yeah, I think so, too. Is that what? All right. Sorry, bud. You were too sauced up. You're on the line with the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? What's up, Blake? It's Seth. What's up, Seth? What's up, Seth? What's happening? Oh, man, just not a whole lot. Just mad, just like everybody else is. I just want – I agree with you on the Harold Perkins thing. I don't get why – I heard a lot of stuff about Greg Penn all off season. Don't understand why you can't let him play alongside Omar Spates and Bunch. Uh, bounce Harold Perkins outside. I think Emory Jones could bump down the guard and put Hurd at right tackle. And I don't get Jaden Daniels hate. He was damn near a three thousand yard passer, one thousand yard rusher last year. Yeah. And you don't have half your offensive pr- production without him. So um, just and I don't get why our passing game coordinator and our wide receivers coach can't decide to yank a receiver that's had three drops and try to get something else going. I can't disagree. I don't, I, I don't, Seth, I don't know what else to say. You know, like I don't. Yeah. I hear you, man. You know, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the call, buddy. Appreciate you, man. All right. Two, two, five, four, three, five, nine, three, eight, seven. We'll do about another 10 minutes worth of these. So y'all try to get in. If you want to make a call to say what you want to say, go ahead and do it. If you're intriguing, we'll keep you on here. 225-435-9387. All right, you're on the phone with AYS. This is the AYS postgame show. Have you called in already? I tried. You hung up on me, though. All right, well, we're going to hang up on you again. Why? Come on, man. If you called in, let somebody else call in. All right, this is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Jordan and Albuquerque. What's up, Jordan and Albuquerque? Not drinking on anything, just having a cigar. All right, what would you think of the game? Man, I thought the first half looked good. Uh, obviously, didn't capitalize on opportunities. Went into half with the lead, uh, covering the spread. And uh, the second half was just atrocious. So, my question, Blake, is uh, do you think we're uh, – can we speak to the ultimate question of whether you think BK is the guy to win big games like this? Because that was the criticism a lot of people had when we paid him all that money to come here and he was going to, you know, over-achieve uh, what he did at Notre Dame because he had the, the SEC talent. But uh, it seems like he does does have those problems. Your thoughts? Well, number one, I'm not giving up on BK – anywhere close i mean saban what was saban in year two what was that in year two like you know five or something yeah i think eight and eight and four eight uh nine and four whatever they were after the bowl game no i'm not giving up on him i I mean look man you got you got beat by the better team now do they need to do things better in the portal and recruiting yes do they need to develop more yes do they need better schemes on some things yes but no i'm not i look because the I, I do think Brian Kelly wrote that wrong last year when he uh, beat Alabama, right? He never done that. I mean, Alabama beats you. They're still they're going to be eleven and one going into the SEC championship game. So, thank you so much for the call, bud. 
All right, you're on the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Hey, Blake, it's Cody. What's up, Cody? How's it going, buddy? Oh, could be better. What about you? Could be better after that loss because Florida State had a ton of penalties, and we could have won just based off the penalties. I think Florida State had, what, six penalties to LSU's two? Something like that, yeah, man. And then the, they should have called targeting on Jane Daniels when he ran up the middle when he got clotheslined. Yeah. Well, he needs to stay on his feet, that's for sure. Yes, sir, he does. What did you think of the game other than that? Secondary needs to be cleaned up. They need to play Perkins more, and we have to establish a running game. We have no running game. I agree. I agree. And O-line, and O-line has to uh, step up. Next man up on O-line. I feel you. Well, look, I mean, oh, I don't think O-line played bad on the exterior, but the interior, they were they they did play pretty bad. Thank you so much, Cody, for the call, buddy. Yes, sir. All right. All right, last one. Last one. All right, last last call of the night. You're on the phone with AYS. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, this is Derek, man, from Omaha. What's up, Derek? How we doing? Hey. What do you think of the game? Are we doing good. Hey, hey. We knew coming in that we was going to have to outscore him. And once again, our quarterback was not seeing the field, was not making the tough throws. I was here at the game, and it's disappointing that all offseason, we said that he had progressed, and he's still doing the same thing. What do you think, Blake? I do think he's gotten better in taking strides. I mean, look. Last year at this time, he would if he had one read wasn't there, he'd be out of the pocket running. Fair, right? Like I, I don't think that that's um, comparable. But at the on the same token, I do think he missed some throws. But you got to catch some of those big throws. You're down three, and Brian Thomas Jr. misses that catch, and then Malik Neighbors falls down on a hitch route, and you get it, and he gets picked off. Like, that's two plays that's not on him. He should, he should have threw that to Malik, Blake. He should have threw that ball to Malik. That he was did a bad, throw it to Malik. A, he he did should throw, have threw it to him. Yeah, he did, but he fell down. I know, but he that, that that was not a good throw, period. Malik fell down. It's a timing route on a hitch. But, He's supposed to I go mean, to it's him. A route, but he was, that, that was a bad throw. I, I'm, I'm here at the game. I'm still in Orlando. That was a bad throw. Jay Daniels sucks. All right, have a good night. Jane Daniels' interception on on the Malik neighbors thing is not is not on him. All right, I think that's a decent way to end these calls. (laughs) Against my better judgment, it was fun. Give me a thumbs up if you want us to keep doing them at the end of these shows. Thumbs up if you like the phone calls. All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.